um, want to uh, share with you an idea that I've seen actually in a couple of places over the last couple of days. One of them in uh, Russia Weiss brings down a similar uh, type of idea, and he points out the following: as we find ourselves, you know, towards the last the last night now of Hanukkah, that the Mishnah Machshirin points out that there are seven different liquids that can make an item right? Tuma doesn't just transfer by touch. Very often you need something, some type of liquid medium to transfer, to allow this item to become that's one of the reasons why we, we wash our hands the night of the Seder and we dip something in water because again, now that item becomes So what are these seven, these seven, uh, these seven liquids? So there's, a, there's an acronym to remember them, Yad Shachadam. Yayin, dvash, wine, honey, shemen, oil, chalav, right? milk, tal, dew, dam, uh, blood, and mine water. And each one of these seven mashkim is, corresponds to one of ayantif. What, how do they correspond? So yayin is Purim, dvash is Rosh Hashanah, shemen, Chanukah, chalav, chalav, milk is Shavuos, Tal, Pesach, say Tefillah, Tal and Pesach, uh, Dam, Yom Kippur, because we sprinkle the blood on Yom Kippur, and Mayim, Sukkot, when we dab him for what? Okay. And what, and, oh, that's very nice, cool, right? Okay, what? So, so what? So of those seven liquids, five of them come to us in their natural state. Right? They just naturally exist. Dam, Yayin, etc. They just exist as they are. Those are the five that correspond to the five yomtivs that are Daraisa. Right? So Rosh Hashanah, Shavuos, Pesach, and Kippur, Sukkis, those are Dvash, Chalav, Tal, Dam, Mayim, all just exist in their natural state. There are only two of those seven that exist only when there is human intervention. What are those two? Oil and wine. Oil and wine. The Dvash, we assume, is, the, is, the, is from uh, the Dvash tomorrow. It comes on its own. So the, uh, the uh, oil and wine, right? And those represent the two rabbinic holidays, Purim and Chanukah. Very beautiful by itself, right? It's a very nice idea. But there's something even more, I think, even more special than that. And that is that both olives and grapes, and we find this even in the way that we, the brachos we make on them at times, right? All olives and grapes are very different, in the sen- are unique in the sense that when you just take an olive or a grape on its own, it's, not, it's special, it's nice, olives and grapes are nice, but when you extract the juice from the inside, it creates, it brings you something that is so much more valuable, right? In, the, in ancient times, right, olive, olive oil was like one of the, great, the most precious commodities, and to this very day, wine, I don't have to tell you, wine is now like, you know, you know it's, it's a, the, the, uh, the value of wines, depending on the type of wine, can be extraordinary, as opposed to the value of the grape, which is very, very simple. And uh, this is really representative, I think, of the nature of the Yom Tovim of Hanukkah and of Purim. Right? That Purim on the outside, right? just on its pashtas, it's a very simple, superficial day. It can, it can be that way, right? if we don't pay attention. It's a day of dressing up and of eating and drinking, and it's fun, and it's a carnival. And that totally misses the point of Purim. Purim is such a, a deep, special day of understanding that the Yom is with us even when he seems like he's hidden. Even this Hester party with time of masks and hidden times in Gullah. So that's, the Purim is all about connecting to the depth of our relationship with the Kaddish Baruch connecting to the deeper sense of within, within ourselves. And Chanukah as well. Chanukah can look like it today for, uh, again, it's for donuts and for dreidels and for latkes and for candles and it's very nice and it's cute and it comes at the same time as the non-Jewish holidays and it's presents. And again, if we, if we look at it that way, 
we're looking at the grape. We're missing all of the depth of a day of Hanukkah, a yantam of Hanukkah, which is really about seeing the Nisim Yistarim in our lives, noticing the Rebbe Shalom, even in dark times, even in the winter, even in Gullus, even the time we feel like the Kaddish Baruch is far from us to recognize Kinyar Mitzvah Torah or. So as we find ourselves on the last, last night of Hanukkah, it's important to take a moment. The presents have probably run out already. Right? The donuts, hopefully, you're like, done with donuts already. And that's actually good, maybe at this point. Right? You're ready to just sit for one more night and to think about and to contemplate the significance of Hanukkah in our lives. Recognizing the ability that we have to, to, to light up our lives with Torah and mitzvot in a way that it doesn't matter where we are. It doesn't matter what country we're in. It doesn't matter if anti-Semitism is high or if it's low. It makes no difference. We have that ability to light our lives with the, light, with the, with the fire of Torah, Kinner Mitzvah the Torah Or. And when we do that, we're not noticing the superficiality maybe that sometimes we, we just get caught up in and recognizing the very deep, beautiful meaning in the Yom Tev of Hanukkah.